Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. This is actually the last podcast of 2020. I can't believe it. It's very surreal. I'm beyond excited because this podcast is being recorded with these two lovely, amazing women that are a part of the Girl Power Alliance team. And we are going to share some stuff with you today. We decided to give you the top 20 things that we learned in 2020. It probably could have been 20 each (laughs) because this year has been so insane. But let me introduce to you these beautiful women. You probably know them if you have been following Girl Power Alliance this year or listening to our podcast. They've both already done their own um, individually, but this is the first time we're doing this together as a team. So first, Ms. Pharisee, she is like, man, I couldn't survive without her. She handles social media and a million other things inside of Girl Power Alliance. But all the beautiful images that you ever see, all of the stuff on social media, it's all her. She owns her own business called Content and Beyond. Um, She is a wife and a mother and literally like one of those people that if you have a Ferris in your life, you know how lucky you are. So welcome the beautiful Miss Ferris C. Hello, hello. And the unbelievably talented Miss Molly Trotter Gomez. Are you going by Trotter Gomez? I only go Trotter Gomez on like social media just because some people know, like, oh, hey, here I am. But I officially haven't changed to Gomez. So oh, I can do okay. either, you know? Um, as you can tell, she is a newlywed and she is um, a marketing guru. She is a coach and a speaker. Um, she has done a number of wonderful things that. Maybe we'll talk about toward the end, the course that you're putting together. She's done a course already inside of Girl Power Alliance. Um, she is our strategic growth uh, like guru here at, um, at Girl Power Alliance and has such a plethora of talents. Um, she is an influencer in many ways. She coined the phrase, the, a faith influencer, which I get asked about all the time, Molly. And so I'm so excited to have all three of us together on a podcast, really talking about, I mean, when we're talking about 2020, we could go a million directions, but we're going to end the year on a high note and talk about the amazing things that God has shown us um, through probably one of the most um, record-breaking years of our lifetime. I, I can say that like with full honesty that this has been a record-breaking year, like on the positive and the negative. <laughs> so let's start. You, Molly, do you want to start? Do you want to, you want to like, we'll just go, we'll do like a round robin and you can start and we'll each share um, a nugget. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when you asked us to create this list, I just kept going because I'm definitely a person that is more filled with gratitude than anything else. And I mean, like you mentioned, Michelle, you could look at 2020 and be like, oh, look at all the ucky things like just that happened. But I'm like, you know what, what are, what are the other, you know, what's the silver lining? And if you're going to look for the bad, you're going to get the bad. If you're going to look for the good, you're going to get the good. Right. So, I mean, you kind of already touched on it, but it's definitely the top of my list is one thing that I learned is, you know, getting married this year, I knew I wanted to marry my husband about a month into dating. Like that was like 
you know, we yeah. knew. And so we got engaged in July of this year, got married in August. I planned a wedding in four weeks and wasn't the whole big shebang. So what I learned is I had to pivot from my childhood dream of having, you know, a big wedding, wherever I wanted it, everybody I wanted there, all the things I just had to be like, okay, what mattered? Marrying my best friend. I didn't want to have to, you know, fall to the world and be like, okay, well, we'll just start living together and we'll see how this plays out. No, 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 no. Like, let's get married. Let's do this right. Let's figure this out. So we were able to have like 35 of our um, close family and friends on the beach with us in Newport Beach, which was super cool. We got married and this year has been a doozy, that's for sure. But the biggest thing I learned again is I had to ditch all the ideas of what I wanted from a regular wedding, a normal wedding. And be like, I want to marry you because who knows when normal events and weddings are going to come back, you know, and I wasn't going to sit there and wait until society, quote unquote, uh, figured itself out. So that was huge for me. That's a big, that's a huge one. I think a lot of people learned that lesson this year, like time is of the essence and kind of letting go of this picture and being in the moment. That's awesome. Yeah. I hear it's more of like, you took a chance. It was like, let's take a chance and we don't know how it's going to turn out as far as planning and all of that, obviously you knew what it was going to be like being married to the person that you love, but you just took a chance and you were just like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. It was, it was one of those where I don't recommend people planning it in four weeks. We made it as simple as possible. So you can, I've had some friends be like, Hey, can I have the blueprint for that? <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh, but like, my husband didn't help with a thing. So it was basically me, my maid of honor, and my mom. Um, but we kept it really simple. So when you take out no chairs, just a few flowers, you like you book a restaurant for food, you don't have catering, like you really just get down to what matters. And a lot of people, what I've noticed, because there's people that have had their weddings pushed back, they're focusing on the party rather than like what's actually happening. Right. Like the party's just uh, a plus. And we're having one next year, you know, if everything pans out. But at the end of the day, it's like that, that didn't matter to me. It's marrying my best friend and starting our lives together and going from there. So yeah, you guys are all right. And I appreciate that feedback. That's awesome. Ferris, you want to go next? Um, I have so many. And <laughs> um, I think I will start with compassion. 2020 mm. has definitely showed compassion. And that is in all areas. Compassion for people that don't have enough. Compassion for people that have enough. Compassion for people that are struggling, passion for people that are thriving and just showing compassion in the hard times in all areas of life. And I can definitely say that for myself because I had to show myself compassion in knowing that I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what the future held. And I just had to show compassion to where I have come from and how far I've gotten. And so that's just one point. I have so many little bullet points, but uh, that one for sure is something that God showed me was just compassion to so many people, whether it's at the grocery store and you can tell somebody's angry or upset. And mm. I'll throw in a little story. And I think I shared this in the inner circle. Um, I was at my daughter's doctor's appointment. And this woman, I walk in and I'm nosy. Okay. I just, I listen to everybody. I like to tell myself that I am very self-aware of my surroundings, but she was crying and she's just so like, she's freaking out. She can't pay the bill. You can tell that her baby is small and sick. And I just went in there for a routine with 
uh, my daughter and she sat down and she's like, I just can't do this. She goes, I guess I'm just going to leave. And on my heart, it was like, Ferris, go over there, Ferris, go over there, Ferris, go over there. And so I went over there and I just showed her compassion. And I was just like, listen, I don't have much, but I'm willing to pay whatever it is so that your baby can get the help that he needs or she needs. And she was like, oh, it's okay. Thank you. I said, no, I'm serious. Like, mm. I don't have anything, but I want to show you compassion because nobody should be crying in a doctor's office because they can't have their child be seen for what they need. So compassion for me. Wow. That's a, it's one of the most beautiful that when you share that inside the inner circle and, um, it was just a beautiful thing and such a great example of, you know, stepping outside of yourself. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll do, I'll do number three. Um, and you know, we all have a lot of them, but this was a big one for me. And I hear women say this all the time. Like, I feel like there's more, well, my, my, my number one and the number three thing this year in the top 20 things that we learned is if you think that there's more for your life, then there absolutely is. And listen to that call. Um, I believe that that is the Holy spirit speaking to your heart and, uh, you, I don't, I don't, if you're listening to this, don't ignore it. God is trying to do something to you, through you, and uh, take the bold steps. So if that's something that you have been feeling, whether it's in your job or maybe you don't have a job or it's to start a business or or to reach out to start um, you know, some type of a, an organization or something in your church or whatever, don't ignore it. If you think that there's more waiting for you, there absolutely is. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, because if you're getting that nudge, it's for a reason. Like you're not just getting that nudge. You're like, Oh, this sounds good. It's like God's tapping on your heart being like, I have gifts that I've given you. I have, and and you need to tap into that because at the end of the day, like, you know, we we're the ones that have to answer for not utilizing the gifts that God gave us when we get to heaven. Right. So I think that's really powerful for people to really sit in that and see like, what more is there? Is there more? And most likely there probably will be. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You're it's up. hard sometimes too oh. for people. Sorry. I cut you no, off, go, but go. I think it's hard for people to listen to that. Oh yeah. And for They're me, afraid. it's like, it's, it's, you just have to listen to it. You have to listen to it and go into it. So go ahead, Molly, for number four. <laughs> yeah. Number four. Um, so I would say surrendering, and this is a really big thing for me this Massive. year, because when the pandemic hit, we had, we heard all the things, right. You get the media, you get the quote unquote conspiracy theories, wherever you're getting your news from, whatever. I remember sitting there, I'm like, Lord, I have no idea what the heck is going on. No clue. I've heard the internet's going to shut down. You've heard all these things. And I'm like, man, the internet shuts down. Like, what are we going to do? So I literally just stopped there. I just stopped and I sat at my desk and I have my Bible and I just started praying. I was like, Lord, I surrender absolutely everything to you. Because if the internet fails, the government fails and things just start going to, you know, just crap out there what matters is bringing people to your kingdom and being that voice. And so when I surrendered and just said, Lord, how do you want to use me? I really started ramping up how I shared my faith publicly on my social media and being an influencer and having a big following. You know, some people get like my family, for example, gets uncomfortable with that, but I'm like, look, it's not for you. If it makes you uncomfortable, or maybe it is. And you got to press into that. Yeah. But surrendering of like, God's going to use my voice somehow some way to reach other people to be able to show them hey there's something more there's something bigger and it's so much bigger than me and I use that hashtag on a lot of different yeah, things but it's just laying it at his feet what really matters not our job not all the material things like it's relationships it's bringing people to the kingdom being that light using your gifts 
and obviously putting God first. And it's like, I've like been, and ever since I've done that, just, I've seen so much more abundance come through. I've been able to give more watching those seeds grow. And it's just been a really great, but I mean, I'm definitely a type A person. So surrounding is not the easiest thing, but when you get to a point of being like, yep. Oh my gosh. I, I get to do this. Not that I have to, I get to do this and see how God works. Oh, I like that. You get to do it. It's like you're choosing. That's right. Get to do it. So good. So good. Okay. You're up. Number five. Number five comes in hot. (laughs) Um, number five for me is grace. Mm, It's good. Grace, grace for yourself. And this was a huge one for me. And there was a lot of people I had to show grace to, whether it was in anger, whether it was in frustration, whether it was in, you know, the times of despair, just grace, just showing grace in all areas of life. And for me, the biggest thing was the like I had to give myself grace and be like, okay, Ferris, like you are doing enough. You are showing up. You are the person that you're supposed to be. So show yourself some grace because we all know it has not been an easy road for anybody, whether it's this year or just in your past. And I have to show myself grace and knowing that I'm human. I am a child of God and I'm still growing, but the grace is there because he gives us the grace. So we have to show ourselves that grace. So number five is grace for me. Mm, that's so good. Amen. I'll take more of that and give more of that and be yeah. more of that all the above. <laughs> awesome. It's a big one. I learned that one too. <laughs> I've learned everything that you're saying. I've learned it all this year too. So <laughs> what's, your, what's, what's number six, Michelle? Okay. Number six is, um, it's not a one word thing, but, uh, it's a statement. The next step comes when you take the first step. I think that a lot of times for us, maybe it's a woman thing, or maybe it's just a human thing. We're like waiting. Okay, God, tell like, you're waiting for this map. Like, okay, if there's 10 steps, tell me the 10 steps and then I'll start taking them. But more often he'll give you like the first step and expects you to take it. And the second step comes as you are landing your foot in the first step. So I would, you know, that, that is a scary thing for people to take the first step, having no idea what the second step is. And I know Ferris, you and I've had a lot of conversations this whole year has been wrought with, I'm just going to do this next thing and we'll see what the next thing is after I get there. And I'm sure you too, Molly. Um, so, you know, the, the step comes when you take the step. So just have faith and take the step, knowing that God is going to make sure that your foot lands. That's so good. I even like, even with that, I remember there was a step I had to take in my business that I didn't really want to, cause I'm like, Oh, it's going to be a lot of work. And it's the people that were doing this step weren't doing it well enough in my opinion And then when I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn it here, the pros and cons list, my husband and I mapped out everything. Then I went to my business partner. I'm like, Hey, I want to do this thing. And he's like, actually let's pause that. I want to have you stay here in the spot that I wanted to be in. And so I took that step being like, okay, God, I'm going to take the initiative. And he's like, no, but because you were willing to do it, I'm going to bless you. But I, you're not, you're not, that doesn't have to be your thing just yet. If that makes sense. It does making it really vague. And I was like, Oh, okay, great. I didn't really want to do it. I wanted to be in obedience and see like, okay, I could learn and grow from this, but you're like, maybe later, not just yet. But the fact that you were willing to go through that, make those changes, change your heart posture and like 
that was, that's so huge. So I love that because that like literally happened to me probably like a month ago. So that speaks so high. It's kind of like Isaac, right? When the Lord told Isaac to take his son to the mountain and like sacrifice him, he did not want to do that, but he was being obedient and God, you know, at the 11th hour, he's like, no, because you were willing, because you were obedient, then, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make you do that. And he blessed him. So, right. That's it. I mean, it can relate to business too. And so many people, if you guys know, I love Noah. Noah's like my homie to the death. I just adore everything. But just like when God said, Hey, go build a boat because this is what's happening. He's like, build a boat. What? Like what are you talking about (laughs) building a boat? So that's, that was powerful. I loved it. Awesome. Well, you're, you're up with, uh, wait a minute. That was me. That was my, wait, who's next? Molly. Oh, Molly. Number seven. Molly. We're looking at our zoom screen. We're like, wait, who, and who knows what order. All right. Number seven, Molly. Number seven actually goes with, uh, obedience. Like you just mentioned, Michelle. And, um, God's had a calling on my heart ever since I was in middle school. Um, and I, when I was in the middle school, I led like our worship teams. I went to a private school. And then ever since then, I just like, you know, went to public high school after that. And then Satan just got into my head that I don't have a good enough voice and this and that, but you know, I'm, you know, you got the world's best shower singer and car singer by themselves. I think we can all say that. Right. <laughs> but there's something inside of me where God was just like, I need you to do more. I need you to do more. I need you to reach out and like, you know, serve. And so being in obedience, I remember this year going to our worship pastors at my church and just being like, okay, I don't want to do this at all, but I want to be in obedience and I want to serve and utilize this gift. Because again, like I mentioned, you don't, you're responsible for telling God, like when he asks you that when you on judgment day, why didn't you use this gift? And I didn't want to have that. I'm like, oh, that sounds horrible. So being able to serve in my church, whether it's, um, you know, worship and prayer nights or whether it's like, you know, in the youth and, and things like that, just being able to utilize my voice and growing in that gift, being obedient. Cause again, I still get super nervous. You guys know me. I don't get nervous and shy about anything, but that's about the only thing I get shy about. But God's been putting different things like, Hey, Molly, can you sing over here? Can you do some worship over here? And I'm just like, ah. but hey, I didn't even know this. Yeah, there it is. I've like I don't, I've I don't... seen it recently. And I'm kind of like, what is she doing? Cause it's not that's something that you talk about. I don't, I don't, we because need to hear like, you sing. sing something for me. And I'm like, I get, I I'll get sing with you, girl. <laughs> I, I don't Hallelujah. <laughs> so it's one of, and it's like, I, um, but when I'm in it and I'm like, yeah, when I'm in it, it just feels so good. And, and oh. so it's like, he's helping bring down those walls because Satan has lied to me for so long and mm. I've been lying to myself. So being Amen. in obedience with that is just like, Amen. there's a lot of blessings that can come out of that. I don't even know. And it's like, you guys know me. I have no problem taking the front spotlight all that. Well, that I am cool being in the background. I don't need the front. Like, nah, he needs you up front, girl. He needs no. you for front and center. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. And now I, now when we, when you're ready, we're going to have to, we're going to have to hear you sing. She, she does, little, she does little snippets of it. And then she like, doesn't, there's nothing else of it. I'm like, what is she doing? How in the okay. world have I missed this? I'm so excited. I, I'm telling you, I keep it so under wraps, but again, being in obedience of like sharing, like, I have a gift that I was scared to share because I didn't feel like it was good enough when I know it just needs practice. I mean, you just have to give it practice and and pour into it. And if you don't, it's not going to go anywhere. So I hope that frees somebody of like, Hey, you have a gift that you are comparing to other people. Like the people I listen to that I look up to singing, like, dear Lord, like they are phenomenal, but they do it all the time. They have the practice and coaches. They work at it. 
Yeah. They, they were. And, you know, you guys, have, we've all heard the phrase, use it or lose it. And I believe that is the truth. Like you have all these gifts that God gave you and some people don't realize them. They deny them what, for whatever reason. And I, I honestly, I feel that you, if you don't utilize those things that they'll be taken from you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about obedience in that area. When I did it like begrudgingly, I'm like, man, this is hard. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, that was a big one for me. Awesome. I mean, that segues right into number eight. Self-worth. Woo! Self-worth. Knowing. And uh, anybody that's listening to the podcast had the Bloom Summit this year. And my subject was on self-worth. It was so good. And that just segues really into what you're saying, Molly. Like, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. Oh, I don't think. You are. You are. You have to know your self-worth. And for the longest time, I mean, it's still something I work on. My, the way that I look at myself and the way that I perceive to other people, it's that self-worth and the doubt really creeps in so much. And so I've learned a lot about my self-worth and to set up boundaries, honestly, to know that like, "Mm, no, I'm not going to do that because I know my worth or "Mm, I'm not going to go that low because I know what I bring to the table and, you know, really stepping out in obedience. And knowing that whatever is going to happen is going to happen, but your self-worth isn't going to define, you know, who you are, like you're just worth it all. So that's, mm-hmm. that's my, that's my number eight. I know it was short, but it's powerful, it's powerful in, it, in its own, you know, setting. Like you just have to know your self-worth, especially in 2020. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I know that I'm worth 10 times over the things that you know, hurt my circumstances. So it's, that's Mm. where I'm at with that. Oh, it's good. And that, that literally segues exactly into number nine, which is boundaries. Um, I, I really have screaming from the rooftops. (laughs) I don't know what my problem is in general. You would think that by the time I have reached this lovely age of 47, that I would understand the the importance of boundaries. And I continue to be taught this lesson, but boundaries are what, what I, one of the things I've learned this year is that boundaries are loving and boundaries are necessary. And so, um, I could tell, uh, uh, probably like 20 stories just myself from things that this year that, um, that God has shown me about the importance of just in all areas, like you were just talking about Ferris, you know, because you know, your worth, you create a boundary so that it doesn't infringe upon whatever your mental health, your physical health, your other relationships. And so, um, I, that is a lesson I continue to learn is, um, you know, boundaries are loving and boundaries are necessary. Yikes. Mm, that's good. Yeah. That is a, that can be a tough one and a tough one to like, put your foot down and be like, okay, we got to do this. And you're like, oh, so yeah, that's, that's I mean, sometimes one. you have to have those hard conversations and I've had many hard conversations this year and so all I. has to do with boundaries. <laughs> it's, you have to set those boundaries with people and, you know, you think sometimes, you know, people, but you really don't. And so setting those boundaries for yourself and, you know, they always talk about like, oh, you shouldn't have a wall up. And I don't think it's necessarily a wall. Yeah. I think it's just having that boundary of like, hold on, that's not where we're going what you're saying isn't true. Let's reel it back a little bit and understand like you're here. I'm here. We can meet in the middle. 
but let's not overcross one another because it's not healthy for anybody. So mm-hmm. I love that. Molly, what you got for number 10? What do I have for number 10? Um, dying to self. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that I've learned a lot being married first year marriage. They're not joking when they say it's hard. I'm like, man, like it, there's just so much that ugh, you just learned so much. I'm like, dear Lord, like this is a growth, a super growth here, right? Just, just in marriage. So dying to self of like, okay, what really matters, like picking your battles and not just even with your significant other, your spouse, or even just people on social media or people in your life, like people are going to just like poke and prod and pick at you. And I mean, if we look at things that people post on social media, they just want to, they just want to go and like, just steal your energy. And it's like, you got to die to yourself being like, Lord, how do you want me to react in this situation? Like, I don't want to be of this world. I want to be of your kingdom here on earth. What does that look like? And that takes a level of awareness too. So it's like, okay, my, what my flesh wants to do is go off on somebody and let them know how it really is. But what God (laughs) wants me to do is to show them grace and love. And I'm like, okay. You know, and so it's so hard, but it's like, you know, the whole cliche phrase, but literally what would Jesus do? Jesus showed so much mercy, so much grace for people that hated on him, took, you know, when he took his stand, obviously for humanity. And so, I constantly run that through my mind. So it's that awareness of like, you got to die to self constantly every day. It's a day. Multiple times. Yeah. It, it's oh, like, it's super it gets exhausting hard. after a while, but it's, it's something you, again, what I said earlier, it's not a have to, it's a get to, like you, you make that choice. That's intense. Good one. That's super good. Only hard one. It's super hard. And I like that you said dying to self, cause I would have never thought of it that way. For me, I say it's my gangster comes out because I'm like, no, that's not what's going on right now. You're not going to do that. And it's like this old version of myself comes out and it's, it's a really dark feminine and it is nasty. Mm -hmm. And I will just, mm, so dying to self, I, I'm going to hold on to that. That's a good one. You're, you're up with number 11, Miss Ferris. 11, 11. I love how it's all transitioning. We said our first like couple ones and now they're all transitioning. So for number 11, patience. Ooh, sounds like we're talking about the fruits of the spirit here, ladies. Right. (laughs) Patience, patience, child, patience. Um, Never ask for patience because God will put you in many situations where you require. Well, you know, (laughs) I have no patience. So God wants me in that season of patience, um, patience with my child, patience in my marriage, patience. I'm the type of person that's like, it has to happen right now. Oh yeah. It has to happen too. now. It doesn't happen right in the second. Things don't change right, right, right now. What are we waiting for? Prime mm-hmm. example, husband says, Hey, let's buy a house. I'm like, woo, let's go. I'm looking right. I mean, in that, before you even finish your sentence, I'm looking. <laughs> And then house after house, after house, after house. I mean, I have looked at my poor realtor, uh, uh, probably over 60 houses in the last three oh, months. Oh, yikes. And no, no. He has no, the perfect one. No. And I'm like, ah, why? But with patience, I'm also being told you have to be patient right now have to be patient. Not everything is going to happen in the timing that you want it. There are times and there's little things that'll happen, but you need to have patience that it'll be okay. And that goes into the rest of them that I have. (laughs) 
but patience is, is so key. And I've learned to just be patient in everything, patient in emotions, patient in feelings, patient in speaking. I'm the type of person that likes to over talk everybody. And because I have all these ideas going and then I'm just like, and just like blurting, I need to be patient and still and quiet and be like, okay. And then they finish, and then I can go, okay. It's still something I'm working on, but patience. It's a, it's a really, it's a really good one. That is a never ending lesson that never, that one goes on, I think through lifetime. (laughs) I'm older than you. That's right. I'm older than you both. So I can tell you both still learning it. (laughs) And I think the globe has learned it this year because of all the things that have happened and we keep waiting for it to end and waiting for it to end. I mean, who would have thought back in March that we'd still be locked down quarantine and talking about this in December, like almost the end of the year. I didn't, I thought it was going to be something that, that came and went very, very quickly. I didn't Um, even think like it was really happening until like the week of, I remember when I was still working and in the work field. And everyone's like, oh, Corona. I was like, eh. Yeah. Eh. And then it was like, you don't have a job. And I'm like, hello. Oh. Hey, hello. Yeah, hello, Corona. <laughs> Wake up call. Uh, number 12. Number 12. Um, <laughs> your circle matters. Woo. Like your circle matter, matters so much. And we have heard in the Bible and when you are a kid, your parents talk to you about, you know, your circle of friends and the Bible says bad company corrupts. But I will just say this. I have never been more like acutely aware of how important it is to have a circle of people that are in your corner. And, um, I saw that I've seen this several times on social media, but it says followers are not always your friend. And it's like a lion, (laughs) like attacking in front of you. And so, um, it has, that has been a, a, a hard fought lesson with a lot of scars, um, you know, to really refine that circle. And I have been praying about this circle for so many years. And I believe that this year, especially with the two of you, I I feel so blessed, but it really matters who you're surrounding yourself with. And so if you're listening to this and the people that are around you, even if it's family, and I'm not saying to like excommunicate your family, but, but if there is family that is not speaking life into you, praying with and for you, building you up, not um, encouraging these dreams that God has put on your heart, then you need to limit your exposure to them, especially in a year like this where we are bombarded with warfare, with negativity, with literally so much bad news on a daily basis that comes from the media that it is more important than ever that to have a circle that is speaking life into you or you, I think your mental health like literally is dependent on it. Agreed. I've definitely had to do that from some of my family members. I love them, but I love them at a distance most of the time because it's like, God didn't give you my vision. You don't agree yep. with my vision or how I do things. That's okay. You know, I, I don't need your, your fear and your projections, but I still love you. So that's so powerful. Yeah, circle is massive. And I didn't, I didn't think I really understood that until this year. I don't think I really understood that 2020 was going to, a lot of people say crystal clear vision, you know, that 2020 vision. And it's, it truly is. Yeah. <clears throat> having that circle of people, I think for a lot of people is they've realized who's in their corner and who's not. 
Yes. And I know I have, I had to definitely make some serious adjustments in my life, you know, this year to where it was like, you know, I love you, but I I just, I can't, I can't continue to do this anymore. And a prime example is uh, Thanksgiving. Normally I'm that person goes through the phone. Happy Thanksgiving with the emoji has this huge heartfelt message to people. And I didn't do that this year. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let's just see. <laughs> it's like a little experiment. Let's just see who thinks of me and who's thankful for my friendship and who's thankful for what I've given them. And let me tell you, there was a, uh, quite a lot of people I didn't get a message from that I normally would send a message to didn't hear from at all. And it was very clear to me that the circle that I have currently is the circle that I'm supposed to be in and that's okay. So it was, it was definitely eye opening. I love that. Love um, that. Just so you know, I'm like, shoot, did I send, did I send yeah, me a message? <clears throat> no, no. I was like, wait a minute, where, where even was I on Thanksgiving? I was with my daughter. I probably didn't send one person a message, but I, hopefully I said something to you. (laughs) There's certain people, you know, I guess for me, it was more certain people that I normally don't really talk to that often, Mm -hmm. but I think about them and, you know, it's, let's say we had a deep friendship, let's say in the past and it just kind of fizzled, but you still say, Hey, Merry Christmas, happy new year, that kind of thing. And I didn't get one from any of those people. And I'm just like, and I even asked my husband, I said, did anybody text you today? He's like, no. And I'm like, not one person. He's like, no. And I'm like, all right, cool. I said, we're in the same boat then. Cause, and then I started thinking back and as the day continued, it was like more started to show up, more started to show up. And I was like, said, and those are the people that really matter. Those are the people that are truly thankful. And I get it. People get busy and I get people have other things going on, but it just kind of attests to your circle does truly matter. Really does. Yeah, I agree. Um, you're up Miss Molly with number 13. Oh, I thought that was Ferris's point. Uh, wait, no, your circle. No, that's you girl. You're next. Oh, that was, oh, that was Michelle. Cause okay. So first went on a, sorry. I just went on a rant because you it, did. It I was like, wait, me. it's Ferris's turn. Michelle's next. <laughs> No, that's you. 13. What you got? Telling you the Zoom screens throw me off here. Um, so mine is take that, it's a little bit of a phrase, take that chance somebody else is waiting. Mm. Because when you when you step into like your your purpose and you take that chance, even if you're nervous, even if you're scared, even if you have to borrow belief from somebody, somebody else is waiting for you to step into that. And it's, it's very important to know that like, it's so much bigger than you and, and what you do could be the turnkey for somebody else yeah. to have a massive ripple effect. Yeah. Like I'm, I like, I love to call myself a master networker. I love plugging people and I get people hitting me up all the time. Molly, can you like be a referral partner for this, this, and this? And I'm like, I only have my couple people, a couple things that I love being able to do. Otherwise it'd just be an endless list. But they ask because they know how good and how I love doing that. Yeah. It's just so fun for me. I'm like, oh, you'd be a great connection. You'd be a great connection. I've done it with Ferris before. I've done it with so many other people. I just love being able to say, you're a gem, you're a gem, work together, please. Like you'll you'll thank me later. Like it just, it warms me up because there's so many people out there in the referral game, at least in networking. It's like, you just, you never know what you're really walking into unless you have that trusted source. 
But if I didn't feel like if I didn't, I'm like, oh, these people could fight it on their own or they could go do their own thing or, you know, God will provide a way. I've been that way for a lot of people being like, hey, you got to go check this out. You got to look at this. You got to whatever. Da, 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 da. And I love being able to do that. And so many people like they just worry. They just worry about the people pleasing. They worry about what other people are going to think, their friends, their family, like what if, what if, what if, well, why not? Why not? Why not? You know, change it out. And so that has okay. been really big for me. It's like just taking chances, seeing where that's going to lead and, you know, being flexible with it. I know flexibility is also a huge word for me this year is just being able to go with the flow, which I think everybody's had to deal with. So yeah, that's been a huge one. Awesome. That's, that's a big one. And, uh, I, I think that that boldness is, you know, that's a God gift. That's a gift that you can give other people by, by stepping out and doing that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you're up Miss Ferris with number 14. Faith, baby. Faith. Yes. Faith Faith in what is and what's to come. Mm, So good. uh, I really didn't understand what faith was, I think, until this year. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, you just gotta have faith, gotta have faith. No, you you really have to like understand. Like you can't five senses, you can't see it, you can't hear it, you can't taste it, you can't touch it, you can't feel it. You just have to know that faith, you have to have the faith in what is and what is to come. And I'm just gonna leave it at that because I could continue on. But yeah, faith is you have to have faith that whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Whatever is happening is happening for that specific reason. And just have faith that you're going to overcome whatever it is that you're going through or what is going to come after you. Yes. It's, it's a big one. And it's way easier said than done, especially this year when there's been so many things. Um, I heard somebody uh, on a podcast just recently say, I think it was a sermon I was listening to. He said, you know, we have to meditate on truth. Like we have to focus in on truth. Like you were saying, Molly, there's been so many, so much misinformation. We don't even know what's true anymore. I tell people, I believe everything and nothing at the exact same time. Like, I don't know what's true and I don't know. But, you know, but we do, but we have truth as believers and it's the word of God. And so by meditating on that word of God, which leans right, segues right into my number 15, which is prayer. It's as important as air. Prayer is as important as air. As important as air. Oh, I I just feel like we are so busy in a time where it's like people think they don't have time for prayer, making like carving out a specific time where you can meet with the Lord, whether that's in your shower, in your workout, what in your lot of, I hear a lot of women, they have a prayer, they go in their closet and pray because it's like, you know, they're away from the world, whatever it is, but carving out that time where you can both like share your heart and then actually quiet your mind and listen to what the Lord is saying to you is, I I think like, I don't, I certainly wouldn't have gotten through this really insane year without that time to center. And so I think prayer is as important as air. Yes. Amen to that. Um, I don't even know what else to say to that. That's like, (laughs) <laughs> that's just like prayer important is there that's it it's done it's like a title of a book or it, it's done molly what you got for 16 what do i got for 16 um i've been really realizing this this month and it's actually my word for 2021 and it's capacity mm. uh 
God has been really putting on my heart about growing my capacity. And I've been reading a lot of different books and just growing capacity. And actually a good one that people are wanting to learn is No Limits by John Maxwell's all about raising your capacity because we only, we, we, we all get stressed out of like, oh, I just have too much on my plate, but God has so much more for you when you pray to raise your capacity. And what I've seen just in the last, just in Q4, honestly, in 2020, I'm like, holy smacks, there's so many different things. I want to say yes to all of them. They all have a purpose and a passion that I'm invested in. Where am I going to find time to do this? Like, how is this going to, you know, come about? But that capacity piece is so big. It's like, okay, don't stress out. Don't try to cut things off. Like God's put this in your lap for a reason. Pray on it. See if it's a good fit, of course. But then ask him to grow your capacity because we can always do more if we choose to pray, because, you know, if you don't ask, you're never going to receive. So really that capacity word is so big because so many of us limit ourselves based on what we can do now, rather than praying for what we can handle in the future. And I think that's like, just, that has been like, wow, like such a revelation for me. Like that's my word for 2021 is capacity. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to start in January. I'm going to start right now. So I was like, I'm like, should I share this? Should I not? And I'm like, oh, I yeah. can set somebody free of really being able to pray for that because we can always do more. You know, I know eventually a family is going to be on the horizon with everything I have of like, I have no clue when I'm going to be able to have kids and how I'm going to handle that. But at the end of the day, I don't need to like stress and worry about it. Lord, grow my capacity. Show me where I can be, you know, better equipped or just more efficient or hire help, whatever that is. And so that has really set me free. Just even praying that I'm like, Oh, okay, great. I know again, dying to self, I only, I only know so much, but God can really broaden and be able to expand what it is that you have, what I have. It's amazing. It's like the prayer of Jabez. You know, he just said, God expand my borders and you know, he, he will when we ask him to. So that is so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And um, that again, that's another one. These, these may be for 2020, but these are, this is like a life list. If you're listening or watching, this is a life list. Um, Ferris, you're up at number 17. Trust. Ooh. Trust. And that goes with capacity. So easy. <laughs> goes with, it's not though, you know, it really isn't. And I posted about this on my Instagram the other day and it says, walk with me. Mm, I saw that. And I put that on there and I think I tagged you guys in it. And mm -hmm. I really did not know what that meant. I mean, I did hypothetically. It was kind of like, oh, well, give it to him, you know, the prayer, like give all your worries and cares to him because he will take care of you. Okay, cool. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great. But I'm living in the 21st century in 2020 where things are absolutely insane. We have so many materialistic things. There's so many, um, I mean, the devil is just running rampant yep. doing oh. in his little playground and playing and doing whatever it is that he does. And, uh, it was this past weekend and it was just like, I truly had to say, just take this worry, stress. I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't want to harbor that anymore. And I think that was the biggest problem I had. And in the last month, I've been very confused and just very uncreative and just very unsure of what's going to happen. And then I started stressing out and, you know, then I started having physical problems and my jaw hurt and I couldn't sleep and insomnia. And finally it was just like, trust me, Ferris, trust me that whatever I'm doing 
is going to be in the benefit of you and your family, but you really, really have to trust me, give it all to me so that I can do what I need to do. And when I did that, the sense of peace, and I shared this with you, Michelle, super crazy, short little story to go with the trust. Uh, We were on our way to our friend's house for their um, son's birthday. And we're singing and I had the Christian radio station on and I was like, oh, I I love this song. And I was like, what is that one song? And I had listened to it like a week ago. And I was like, I don't know the name of that song. And I hand him my phone. I'm driving. And he's like, I don't think this is a good idea for you to be looking it up. You're driving. Like you have to pay attention. I'm like, ah, give me the phone. And I couldn't, I said, I know it's Francesca Bastel. I said, I know that much. And right in that moment, I said, you know, God, I said, I really appreciate if you could just like play that song because I really need to hear that song. And that song ended and that song came on. And I immediately went into full-blown panic, tears, joy. And he's like looking at me (laughs) and I'm just like, he heard me. He heard me because he did. And I'm gonna cry about it now because I was just like, he, he heard me and I know he heard me when I gave him everything. And I truly trusted in him because our faith can go in many different directions. Our faith can be strong. It can be small. We can be starting out. We don't really understand what it truly means. And I've been on a journey for many, many years and trust, really understanding what trust is. And so, yeah. Trust for number 17. It's beautiful, Ferris. It is beautiful. I love it when that happens. You're just like, yes. Thank you, God. It's such a gift, isn't it? Amen. Yes, it is. Um, Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna skip. I had surrender as one of the things on my list, but we've already talked about that. I think we're always learning that one. So um for number 18, I'm gonna say um your voice matters. Mm. Um it's been something that we've said since the beginning of uh, Girl Power Alliance is that, you know, your voice matters. I want every woman that is part of GPA in any way, shape or form to know that her voice is important and it matters. And I was reminded even more this week, um, you guys know uh, what I experienced over the last week, and I'm going to be sharing it more with the GPA community as I get closer to the airing of the show and I'll be allowed to, to share a bunch of stuff, but I have never been more, um, I have never been more passionate about the fact that, you know, these passions and these things that the Lord puts on our heart that maybe we don't think that much about are, are so impactful for someone. Like you said, uh, I, you said it fair, uh, uh, Molly, when you're talking about, you know, taking that bold step, it gives people permission. Your voice matters. Women, ladies, if you're listening or watching this, that voice inside of you, it matters so much. Be bold with it. Don't be afraid. Don't be worried about what other people think because somebody is desperately waiting to hear that thing inside your heart and it is meant to impact them. So that's my number 18. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. Michelle, you stole one. Of, I stole one of yours. You stole one of mine. Literally. So now I got a pivot, which goes into my number 19. Yeah. For number 19, just to tag off yours. Um, I love being able to say this quote that I came up with is your story is meant to be mentorship to somebody else. It's mm-hmm. exactly going on with what you have. 
Like your story is meant to be mentorship. What you went through a month ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, it could be mentorship to somebody today because they're going through it. So, um, but now that I get a pivot, the last thing that I had on my list, which is so funny is, is pivot for purpose. So so funny. It's like everybody this year has been pivoting, but pivot, pivot purposefully, intentionally, like don't just do it because you have to, like now that 2020 like shoved in our face, like, Hey, a lot of y'all weren't ready. It's like, (laughs) what can you do to be prepared for what's coming? You know what I mean? Now that you're all like, we're all in the digital space. And I know us three have been in the digital space for a very long time, working from home for a long time, which is great. But if you're if you're listening to this, you're like, gosh, like I, I don't love what I'm doing. I haven't really transitioned. I've been begrudgingly like, uh, like just trying to get over there and you just don't really want to like, what's holding you back. Like there's something, you know, fear, anxiety that's holding you back, but you got to pivot for a purpose and God has a bigger purpose for your life. And if you choose to just stay still, stay in your comfort zone, you're eventually going to go backwards. You're not going to move forward. So you have to really be able to pivot powerfully and purposefully. And that's why I love this GPA community because we've seen so many women come in and just get blessed because, you know, Michelle, you, you created this as the founder of like, I want to incorporate faith in business. I want to be able to have one spot, not just a group over here for faith, not just a group over here for business. You purposefully pivoted because you saw in the marketplace that was needed and you're able to pour in your expertise and bring in other people to share the light and the love and just intentionality of you can do more and, and just enjoy life. And so I just... I've really learned that this year and it's just been, it's just been such a blessing. I mean, with us launching in the middle of the pandemic, you know, it's been absolutely crazy, but God still has his hand on this. And I think 2021 is just going to be a phenomenal year. I do too. Ferris, do you have a number 20? I do. And I think it's going to wrap it perfectly. Close it out, lady. I want to end 2020 with our 20 reasons with hope. Mm, I want to end with hope. Hope for a better future, hope for love, hope for happiness, hope for joy, hope for new beginnings, hope for strength, and hope for setting goals, help for pivoting, help to surrender, hope to trust. So many things that we need to be hopeful for. And I think that's really for me the biggest thing for 2020 is just have hope in yourself your circumstances and just hope for others. Because if anything, hope is what'll get us through. It's what helps people get through really hard times, whether it's something tragic, whether it's something, you know, that you were praying for, you just have to have that hope. And going into 2021, we have to hope that we're going to be better and we're going to do better because when we do better and we are better, things are just better. So we have to hope that everything is going to be, it'll never be what it was. And I've accepted that, but it can always be better. So as long as we have the hope in our hearts and hope in our minds that we can help others change other people's point of view on things. And, you know, I think that's a big thing that Jesus did was provide that hope that tomorrow will be a better day. It may not be promised, but it will be a better day. Mm -hmm. So hope. I love it so much. And the only thing more powerful than fear is the power of hope. And so many people have been living in fear for so many things. So I think that is a perfect way to end um, our top 20 things that we learned. I know we all learned way more. (laughs) That's so good. It's such a powerful list. And I think like anybody that listens to this can take away something from that. So Michelle and Ferris, I love your takeaways. These are so good. And 
Yes, me too. I do, I totally have learned all of those this year too. I just want to say thank you to both of you. I I have prayed for you to come into my life way longer than you ever could imagine. And you have both blessed me tremendously. Those, every single guest that we had on the podcast, you know, I think this podcast is going to be podcast number 51, I think. We're going to be closing it out this year at number 50. 50 podcasts. We started in April. That's almost a podcast a week for every week of the year, which if that tells you anything, how many we report, we recorded. Every guest was super transformational. I don't know if you have listened to the last two, um, the one that got released, um, the two prior to this one, or maybe it's three, I'm not sure, but they were tearjerk. I was literally crying, like crying, ugly crying in them because they're <laughs> so impactful. Um, I have been completely transformed by the women of GPA. The course contributors um, are featured coach, Brandy Barclay. Um, by every single podcast guest, by each of you, your input, your love, your influence. It has been a remarkable year of growth for me because of you. And I cannot, I cannot thank you enough. So thank you to each of you. I love you so much. Oh, I love you guys too. Oh, I love it. It's I incredible. Love- Wait till next year. GPA coming in hot. Coming in hot. And the word that the Lord has given me for 2021 is transformational. I believe it with all my heart. I believe that so many things that have been pressing down on all of us as a society, as a world community, I believe they're going to be lifted in 2021. I don't know when, but I believe they're going to be lifted. And I believe that 2021 is going to be a transformational year for the globe. So I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm so, I'm so in hope. I'm so, I have so much hope. And so um, again, thank you to each of you. Thank you for those of you that have listened all year long. Thank you for everybody that has contributed in large and small ways. And really GPA is, is really about you. It's about you. It's about your voice, hearing your voice, amplifying your voice. And um, in 2021, we're, we're going to keep turning it up. Love it. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, girls. Wow. I know that was a little bit of a long one. but worth it, right? So many takeaways from the craziest year of our entire lives. If you have stuck with us all year and have been listening to our podcast, then like me, you have been completely transformed. I think this was a great way to close out 2020. And uh, my hope for you is that you will just take a deep breath in and anything that didn't happen the way that you wanted it to or anything that was didn't turn out as you had hoped in 2020 exhale and leave it in 2020 this is the last podcast we're doing of the year and our next one will be on January 1st to kick off 2021 and I am just blown away by God's faithfulness and goodness and I want you to know that the best is yet to come for you It truly is. If you're not already a part of the Girl Power Alliance family, we want to welcome you with open arms into our membership where you also can take your growth to the next level. We have so many resources within the membership to help you grow. We have a 12-month series on finances. We have multiple resources for taking your health 
uh, and nutrition to the next level. And every single month we drop a new course that is going to help you to develop skills and uh, for your business to learn more things to help you grow your business and just a plethora of other things, relationship growth, spiritual growth, and every single thing is done by women that love the Lord. It's such a blessing. And if you have not already decided to say yes to the Radiant Leadership Academy and you're listening to this, say yes. It is time to stop being led and it is time for you to lead. You were born for leadership and the Radiant Leadership Academy is going to help you up level all of the things that God has already put inside of you so that you can stand in authority and lead. You can access that by going to radiantleadershipacademy.com or heading over to girlpoweralliance.com and clicking on the tab for Radiant Leadership Academy. We start in January and it's 16 weeks of transformational growth for you to really, really stand in your authority and the leadership that God has actually already given you. And I'm so excited about it. I want to wish you an incredibly Merry Christmas and... We will see you next year. Girl Power Alliance for 2020. Literally, it is going to be your best year. Girl Power Alliance, this is where women grow.